Welcome to That's Awesome ID. My name is Leslie Early, and each week I will be speaking with a different guest and learning about one thing they think is awesome in the field of instructional design. Okay, today I have Kristen Torrance here with me. Thanks for joining me, Kristen. Hi, thanks for having me. Kristen is the head of learning engineering at Tailspin, as well as the co-founder of XR and LXD. Huh, that sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) And today she is here to share about her experience as a first-time presenter at DevLearn, which you just presented this past year in 2021, correct? Yeah, that's correct, in October. Awesome. Um, So yeah, so that's, that's my little intro, but if you want to take a moment to introduce yourself, go ahead. Sure. Um, you know, as Leslie said, I am the head of learning engineering at Tailspin. And for that, I uh, was a learning experience designer. I am basically a learning experience designer by trade. I have a background in cognitive science and game-based learning, um, and I'm super interested in uh, learning science and learning analytics. Which is like... Good. Great for you. <laughs> like, I feel like we need more of that. <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah, I think that's a really good thing, to, a useful thing to be passionate about. So yeah, so we're here to talk about your DevLearn experience. Was this your first time just presenting or your first time attending or? Oh, it was my first time presenting for sure. I attended uh, online in 2020 mm. during the pandemic, uh, but this was my first in-person DevLearn. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a big deal. It's the one that everyone always talks about. So yeah. what motivated you to submit your proposal? You know, you know, you could have chosen a smaller <laughs> event, I suppose, to submit a proposal guess, for, right? <laughs> but you were like, no, go big or go home. So, so what was your motivation there? Well, actually, it's kind of funny because um, I, I, you know, I'd always sort of thought about presenting at a conference. Uh, I have a background in, in research and so was kind of used to attending research conferences and stuff and am super on board with like disseminating information and research, I think that's a super important part of moving any industry forward. But, you know, I I really didn't get the inspiration or confidence to do it until I think it was sometime in January of last year on LinkedIn, uh, Betty Danowitz posted something about imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like commented on it. I was like, you know, I have imposter syndrome about speaking at a conference. And then she shoots me a message and says, hey, let's let's do something about that. And we, along with uh, Bianca Woods and Brian Smith, end up doing it it turned out to be like an eight-part series, YouTube video series of, I have questions about speaking at a conference. And essentially, you know, I just, she's like, I'm going to gather uh, like a number of people and like, let's answer some of the questions you have. And, and let's see if you, you know, will be interested in presenting at a conference afterward. And lo and behold, the, <laughs> at the time of the recording, um, like directly after was when the DevLearn call for proposals mm-hmm. uh, went out. And so it was really the first conference proposals that were like available, like in such a timely, mm-hmm. you know, fashion. Um, so ended up submitting a proposal for that conference, which happened to be DevLearn. 
That's awesome. And that's a very, um, from what I know of her, a very classic Betty Danowitz move to just be like, you need help with something? How can I help you? And also let's video, let's record it and then share it with everybody. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's great. And I did see that by the way, I, I saw that that video because, uh, I had considered, I, I have considered in the past submitting proposals and each time I chicken out and don't do it. But yeah, that, that video was very helpful and um, kind of guiding what to think about and how to go about it. So yeah. Awesome. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. And it's still available. I think it's yeah. on her YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And it's a good one. If anyone's out there thinking, I don't know where to start. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So obviously you, you wrote your proposal, you submitted it, um, and it was selected. First of all, how awesome did that feel? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it felt so amazing. Um, well, cause one, the, the topic that I submitted the proposal on was something that I had been researching for like a year already. Mm. Uh, something I was super passionate about and interested in. And um, the title of the presentation was called uh, Designing and Assessing Learning in VR Using an Evidence-Centered Approach. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, funny enough, that same framework uh, is sort of the foundation for the framework that we were speaking about on my my first uh, time on right, your podcast right, about yeah. a year ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's so cool. Okay. So you've been accepted. You feel awesome. <laughs> I mean, they, t- they, ex- they, when did they announce that you were accepted? Um, I believe that I heard had, had to have been like the beginning of summer, late spring, early summer. Right. I'm thinking like maybe May, that May, Yeah, June-ish, I would say May or like. June. Yeah. Yeah. That seems right. And the thing isn't until October. So what you have mm-hmm. five months, four or five months to mm-hmm. prepare. What was that like for you? Like how, what's, <laughs> what's your training montage look like? <laughs> um, so I was, I was super, super nervous and it, it kind of led me to inaction <laughs> for okay. a little while. <laughs> Relatable. And, but um, I would say starting in August, um, yeah, so starting in August is when I started really preparing my presentation, starting to get my slides together. I'd say in September is when I really sort of refined my presenter notes. And yeah. then in October, you might think I'm really weird for this. Uh, so in October is when I started videotaping myself giving the presentation so I could critique myself um, yeah. when I would watch the recording. Um, and through that sort of, you know, refine my presenter notes and my slides. Yeah. I don't think that's weird at all. I think that's what you're supposed to do. Like, (laughs) I think, I don't know. I don't, I hate public speaking. So, but I feel like that's the advice they give people like, yeah, record yourself. Yeah. And all that jazz. So you really did it. You were like, I'm, I'm going to (laughs) train. Well, I was so nervous and I felt like it was really the only way to like calm my anxieties and feel like I was like really prepping. And so, yeah, it's kind of wild because even I would have the audio version of my presentation like on my phone. Mm-hmm. And so if I was like at the gym, you know, like working out or driving, driving was a big thing. Um, like even driving to the airport to Devlin, mm-hmm. I was like listening to myself give the presentation and on the plane listening to myself while like um, flipping through, I had a paper printout version of my presentation. And so, yeah, just really trying to hone in on 
like the mental model of my presentation, essentially. So <laughs> that's kind of a funny image of you, like in the airplane. And also like, I just am picturing it like a movie in my mind. And then also like to the hotel, like <laughs> just imagining you like listening uh, to your phone, like in the taxi to the hotel or the airport van. But then at some point you're at DevLearn. Mm-hmm. You have arrived. You are here. It is the day of your session. What does that look like and feel like for you? <laughs> um, so, so nerve wracking, right? <laughs> like I brought my little like paper copy of my presentation in, in my kit, like the, my tote bag, carrying it with me, like every chance I got, like during every break, sort of flipping through it. Um, my presentation was in the afternoon and I think there were, you know, there's definitely benefits to that. I had the opportunity to sort of scope out the room beforehand Mm -hmm. and I might've looked like such a creeper too, because I start (laughs) like between every session, I would go into that room and like scope it out and then leave. And like, it probably (laughs) looks so strange, but I just sort of wanted to get a feel for the room, you know, with my first time there. And I, I actually ended up skipping the ice cream social, which was scheduled right before my presentation. My presentation was at like 3 PM. The ice cream social, I think started at two. And I like went straight to the room after one of the concurrent sessions. And I just really wanted to like situate myself there, you know, like really get comfortable, get a feel for the space, sort of walk around in the front. And the the room was set up lecture style seating. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a projector in the front and sort of rows of seats following in the back. Mm-hmm. I like situated the the side table exactly where I wanted it so I could like really see my computer and mm-hmm. you know just sort of paced back and forth in front of the screen just to feel fairly comfortable with it. And it's sort of funny too because it being directly after the ice cream social, I was a little scared that everyone might be crashing during my right. from the sugar <laughs> like high. sugar crash. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Did you notice anything or you were it was like after like you you didn't even think of it again after you started your presentation. Um so I did notice some things. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, I don't think I saw anyone like falling asleep. Um, However, participation (laughs) was quite low um, to be expected the end of the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've prepared. I think you've prepared quite a lot, to be honest. Everything you've described, I think you've prepared quite a lot. You know, what's funny is that even the night before, (laughs) I like... I took like my HDMI, my basically I took my whole setup from home and I set it up in in the hotel room. So I like converted the hotel TV to my presentation and was practicing uh, the night before. I think that's wonderful. And also that tells me a lot about you as a person. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, good or I, bad. I trust you with things. <laughs> like you don't you don't do things halfway. Um <laughs> So, okay, so we've gotten now to right up into the session. People start coming in. How big was the room? How many, how many people were in the audience? Um, so the room 
was a lot bigger than the audience, I'd say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would say. Um, I don't know what the room capacity was, but I'd say there's probably about 30 attendees at the max. And I'm assuming spaced out because mm-hmm. of yeah, yeah, spaced out. There was um thankfully, you know, the guild, the learning guild, they added a lot more chairs than were required for normal seating to allow, you know, folks to seat comfortably wherever they wanted to. Right. And like social distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the weird year of 2021. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now you start your presentation. How did the actual presentation go from, you know, once these sort of sugar high <laughs> mm-hmm. attendees start coming into the room? Um, I think it went really well. Um, I think I... I tried to capture my, the audience's attention as much as possible. Um, in terms of the delivery, you know, I I felt like the audience learned a lot, and I sort of just like got that from feedback from folks who came up and talked to mm-hmm. me at the at the end. <laughs> Speaking of like low audience participation, I would recommend that if you ever participate, or sorry, if you ever present. And you might suspect low audience participation. Definitely have sort of like a wing woman or like someone in the audience to help you. Oh, yeah. Um, a plant. Yes. Have a plant. It's, it's <laughs> definitely. Um, thankfully, I had Betty Danowitz, who, yeah. you know, from OG, from uh, the original person who really encouraged me to submit, came to my presentation and you know, I'm very thankful for her to, uh, that she would raise her hand every time I post a question and no one else wanted to answer. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that would be hard if you're trying to get some audience participation and people are sleepy. Yeah, and- <laughs> which I don't blame them. You know, it's yeah, definitely the yeah. time and lots of um, attendees came from the East Coast, right? And so the time right. difference is a little different. I would like to think it was not just my presentation. No, I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah. And so, you know, reflecting back on the whole experience, you know, all the way from proposal to the very end of your presentation, what is like your biggest takeaway from, you know, this whole experience? You know, I would say just, just do it. It's not, it's definitely not as scary as you build it up in your head. Mm-hmm. And I definitely realized that. And I'm thankful that this industry and the folks in this industry are so eager to learn. And the instructional design industry and the learning industry, you know, like no one's attending your session to judge you, <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Um, but that, that's definitely not the sense that I had gotten. And so I would really just encourage anyone who is curious or interested in presenting just to, you know, shoot your shot and, and yeah. see if you, see if you get accepted. And if you do like live it up, you know, try, <laughs> you know, try your best. Like DevLearn was so fun. Um, I honestly, I've never experienced a, a conference like that before. Mm. Um, and I know probably respectively, it's a, a more lower attended conference than in the past. Uh, but I had an amazing time. I felt like I learned so much. I was just a sponge the entire time. And, you know, I don't know that 
there's anything comparable to that. You know, you're, it's so like energetic being there. You, you come away with this like sort of revelation about your own practice and things you might want to change and really awesome ideas and awesome tech, you know, that is just so inspiring. And unfortunately, by the time this episode airs, <laughs> the timing was a little off that we are probably going to air this just after the 2022 DevLearn uh, request for proposals has closed. However, DevLearn is not the only conference in yeah. town. Yeah, there's other opportunities. I think everything you talked about probably applies to any other uh, oh, totally. conference experience. So. That's awesome. Have you submitted a, a, another proposal? Are you thinking of doing a round two? I have. I had such an amazing time the first time around. It made me really not want to miss any dev learns from here on out. Oh, that's awesome. uh, just because it was sort of a career changing event for me. You know, I, I just saw the value in attending and meeting others and networking with others. You know, I feel like. I got to meet so many people in person that I have only ever talked to online. And you, you're able to put a person to an avatar or, right. you know, an a icon image. And mm-hmm. it's just a really awesome thing. And so what is, um, what's the topic for your proposal that you put in for this year? Yeah. So, um, In the past year, I've become really active in the IEEE ICICLE community, which is like the industry consortium for learning engineering. And I have just seen the value of learning engineering and how it could be applied to designing virtual reality solutions. Mm -hmm. And so my proposal is about building better VR solutions with learning engineering practices. So cross your fingers for me. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that sounds like right up your alley. It sounds exactly like something that Kristen Torrance would submit (laughs) a proposal about. So thank you so much for coming and sharing a little bit of your experience. I really feel like I've lived vicariously through you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been great just sort of chatting with you about all of this. I love it. Yeah. So like I said, we sort of have passed the DevLearn deadline. However, if people have questions and want to continue the conversation with you about, you know, DevLearn or other conferences, um, what's the best way to kind of connect with you? Yeah, sure. So I am on LinkedIn, um, but I am actually more active on Twitter. So my Twitter handle is Chris, K-R-I-S, Torrance, T-O-R-R-E-N-C-E, L-X-D. Again, it was so wonderful chatting with you, and I hope you have a good rest of your day, Kristen. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Leslie. Always a pleasure. 